0: (laughs)
1: Did I scare you? Hello! You're listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht.
0: I am his co-host and America's Spookiest Little Brother, Ben.
1: How you doing today, America's Spookiest Little Brother? I'm feeling
0: awfully spooky. We're getting closer to the end of Halloween. Well, you know,
1: the month of Halloween. I think closer to the beginning of Halloween, which I guess is ironically close (laughs) to the end of Halloween. Days don't last very long. We're all adults. We know that, right? Yeah. No. I mean...
0: I I always view October just all of Halloween, really.
1: A fascinating peek into Little Brother's mind. Well, for those of you who haven't listened before, this is not the podcast where my brother gets a <laughs> the time range wrong on a holiday. This is the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, you selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie you selected? I have selected for us
0: this week, the 1981 Halloween 2.
1: Yeah, this is written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill again. However, directed by... Betty, who's it directed by? Rick Rosenthal.
0: Yeah, yeah. What else is he directed? He's, re- you know, directed Bad Boys. Oh, with Will Smith? No, the 1983 Bad Boys, Jake. Come on. You Uh-oh. know, that's with s- s- such actors as Sean Penn and Renny Santoni and Jim Moody. Well,
1: Eric Geary, a bat in 333 on that one, thing. Ali Cheedy. Okay, well, yeah, getting better. Clancy so- Brown. Okay, that's an amazing name, and uh, I don't want to get into who that is, but if you've seen Carnival, you know Clancy Brown's awesome. Uh yeah, so obviously not a notable director, and Halloween two famously not a movie that John Carpenter wanted to make, and one that he has confessed to kinda of writing in a couple of weeks over a few bottles of wine and not putting <laughs> that much effort into it. And Vinny, I guess we can save it until the end about whether or not you could tell, but you could tell.
0: I'm pretty sure. For the people who have listened to us from the beginning, which, thank you. Uh, Yeah, you could tell.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this, uh... uh, I mean, we're gonna get into how perfunctory some of this is, and how, like, what (laughs) some of it is.
0: A lot lot of what, and come on.
1: Yeah, and then a lot of, like, oh boy, here we go. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You got Uh, it, I think we, we got them all on the bingo card right there, so...
1: Yeah, before as we talked about last week when we did Halloween three season of the witch, which you should listen to because that's a great episode and yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, uh, yeah, better than some that I won't mention right now. Um, <laughs> uh, as we talked about in that one though, John Carpenter originally thought of Halloween as an anthology series where we he would have different stories each time uh, involving Halloween and. The first one just made too much damn money, so the studio was like, nah, you gotta make another one. And he was like, I don't wanna. But then, you know, they drove the dump truck of money to his house, and he said, I'm starting to see how his story could come together.
0: (laughs) I see Michael on fire, because that's how I wish I had him die in the first one.
1: Yeah, but this movie definitely has the energy of someone who's like, I don't want to do too well because they might actually make me do another one then. <laughs> so it's basically just trying
0: to succeed by the bare minimums.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, if you've ever been asked to do a chore that you don't really want to do and you definitely don't ever want to do it again and you're like, I'll just do, like, the bare minimum and I'll try to mess up a few key points and then it's never, it's never going to be my job again, then you know what John Carpenter went through on this movie.
0: Yes, this makes sense. You know what's hilarious too is What's
1: hilarious?
0: I mean everything. Life itself, but um talking about the movie, you would think that like because this movie was made on such minimal effort that it probably didn't make that much money. You'd be wrong. This movie actually box office at thirty nine point four million.
1: Do you know what the budget was to make it? Fifteen. So, yeah, that's pretty notable at the time. Like, now that would be, like, nothing, but... Yeah, yeah. at the time, that was a pretty big hit. Yeah, back in the 80s. So, <laughs> whoops.
0: <laughs> well, what's even funnier is that um, Halloween 3 budgeted at 2.5 mil and made 14.
1: That's funny that he went back after this one made a lot of And They're like, we'll give you 2.5. They're like, we would have given you, like, 20 for Michael Myers, but fine, whatever. (laughs) Do your stupid mask thing with snakes. And he's like, I will. Yeah, so, uh, let's not talk about Halloween 3 anymore, though, Vin. Vin, is there anything else you want to say about Halloween 2 before we get into the meat of it? Nah, I think I'm ready. Yeah. (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to go looking for it either, Vin, but I think I heard a noise behind me, and it's time to go inspect it. As. (laughs) So many people do in this movie.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just ready for a whole movie of Michael Myers knocking over something metal. <laughs> he's so clumsy. <laughs> I what think happened to more the Michael li-
0: Myers that was so crafty in the first one who could drive a car?
1: Now, every time he does it, I imagine it more like, have you ever had like a cat on your counter, like knock knock over a cup or something in front of you? Yes. They do in that casual way where they put their paw up and then just like knock it over while not moving at all. That's pretty much how I imagine he does everything with the bedpans in this. No. On purpose. Indeed. Alright. Vinny, let's Terry no further. Let's get into the meat of this movie. Are you ready? Sure am.
0: Let's go to the movies.
1: Vinny, we start off with the universal title. I don't care. Let's skip that. I saw
0: so- I I started because I own this movie on DVD with the old Universal like DVD like trailer was like nah, 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 and shows like a bunch of trailers oh, to other movies
1: I remember those from the old Universal DVDs
0: yeah where it's just like dun dun da and it's just like oh it's the mummy and uh the grapes of wrath what <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, like really? The Grapes and Wrath? Right no. <laughs> okay. I imagine what Jurassic Park was in there.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 That was there. No,
1: it'd have to be. <laughs>
0: I'm just trying to remember what was there because it was movies of the time. It, it was like I think it was the second Mummy movie was a trailer and um oh the Family Man with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's really funny to imagine them playing, like, super dramatic music and being like, here are the big hits, like, The Family Man. <laughs> you remember that Nicolas Cage movie? No. We're in big trouble here, folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're like, well, we don't got a lot in the well, so.
1: <laughs> like, Disney is coming to kill us. <laughs> I can the-
0: feel them breathing down our neck. <laughs>
1: Vinny, we got a card that says Haddonfield and Mr. Sandman Plays. And, hey, it's the same date as the first movie. So Cute. we get a, a crane shot into a tree with some crickets, picking up where Jamie Lee is telling the kids to scramble the first movie. So, Vinny, Rocky Two style, we're just picking up where the first one left off.
0: Mm-hmm. Except that, is this like a reenactment of the scene, or is this like a scene pulled from...
1: I couldn't tell. I thought it was pretty much the same thing for a lot of it. So Pretty,
0: pretty sure it's a reenactment.
1: It's quite possible because I think maybe that the, uh, the angles are slightly different, but it's pretty much like the last three minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. So the kids run out, Dr. Loomis is wandering around aimlessly <laughs> as he so joyfully was in the first one. <laughs> and Michael's rising behind Jamie Lee. I hate, like, recapping this because I know we've done it. And then he shuffles towards her as she wanders around shell-shocked, and he chokes her, and Loomis runs up the stairs and shoots him, and then Loomis shoots him out the window, yada, yada, yada.
0: Shoots him six times.
1: And then Jamie Lee's like, it's the boogeyman, and Loomis is the liar, so he's like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) There's a point later where she finds out it's Michael Myers, and I'm like, it's insane she didn't know that yet.
0: I mean, you know. This Loomis is just filled with filth
1: and lies. (laughs) It's just because Dr. Loomis was too lazy to be like, actually, that's Michael Myers.
0: (laughs) And She's like, why does that name sound so familiar to me?
1: He's Uh like, the boogeyman? Yeah, why not? Whatever. I just (laughs) shot a guy. (laughs) So Loomis goes to check out Michael and he's gone. And Vinny, this time, I don't know if this was there the first time, but I noticed it this time. Michael's impression is in the lawn. No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. You know, it makes sense
0: because, like, around October, man, it's like you're getting to that point where you're like, I just don't feel like mowing my lawn anymore. So.
1: Yeah, and also because it's cooler, the grass actually likes uh, growing more in cooler weather. This has been the Science Quarter with Jake Albrecht. Very nice. So, Vinny. Some guy comes out of the house and Loomis tells this guy to call the cops because he shot a guy. Yeah, and the guy's like, what? Who are you? And who the hell did you shoot? And the guy's like, is this a joke? Because I've been trick-or-treated to death. And what the fuck are the kids doing in this neighborhood that makes them say that thing? I mean, I'm assuming that the, they all held them at
0: gunpoint for the candy, so.
1: They're like, give me a Butterfinger, I shot a guy. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, oh boy, that's the twelfth one tonight. (laughs) But anyways, Vinny, in response to this, Loomis is like, you don't know what death is. I'm like, this is not a way for a normal human being to talk.
0: (laughs) We find out very, very quickly, I'm pretty sure Loomis has completely lost his mind in this movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Loomis is acting like there's always a guy in regional theater who's a little bit older than everyone, and likes to talk like he thinks he's fucking Hal Holbrook. That's Dr. Loomis <laughs> of this movie. Because he's, he's really of like, you don't know what death is. It's like, easy, dude, you're a doctor. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm pretty
0: sure I do. I've been to a few wakes, and it's like, oh. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much death, yeah.
1: Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on in this dude's life. Maybe he knows other serial killers. But anyways, we get the theme music, and then the jack-o'-lantern lights up, and we get the title card. And towards the end of the credits, we're peeling back that pumpkin to reveal a skull inside. And Vinny Silver Shamrock at home is like, now do the witch. <laughs> then we get some POV snooping down the street with more crickets. And a dog barks at the figure, but it moves on. Should we just say it's Michael Myers? It's quite obviously Michael Myers.
0: Yeah, come on. Anything that's shifting and moving around in darkness has to be Michael Myers. Anytime that we hit first-person perspective, you're Michael Myers.
1: It would have been pretty wild if it was like an unaffiliated pervert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just Greg
1: the pervert. If they found his body later, they are like, oh my god, that's just the local pervert Jack. <laughs> what have they done to poor Jack they're like actually his name was Greg Jack was more of the verb
0: and he's just laying there lifeless with his hand on his piece (laughs) trying to hide whatever dignity he had left in this world
1: (laughs) he died doing what he loved most pants down in those bushes over there (laughs) behind the nunnery (laughs)
0: It's always weird when people came from out of town, they see that bush shaking and you hear, oh, oh,
1: oh, oh." they're like, oh, Jack. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) a dog barks at the figure, but it moves on. It's Michael again. There's cops in the distance (laughs) and Lewis is like, I shot this dude six times.
0: (laughs) Everybody's just like, why is this man not (laughs) being handcuffed right now?
1: We'll get to something even crazier in that regard to that, Finn.
0: Not only is he saying that. He's waving his gun around in the air, just like being like, this is the gun.
1: Yeah, and part of him is trying to communicate how urgent the matter is, but part of him's just like, I shot a guy. <laughs> I got a boo, boo, boo right in the chest. It was awesome. Now, Loomis tells the cops Michael isn't human as he hops in the car. And there's a jack-o'-lantern in a window in a house, and some old lady is trying to make dinner, but her husband fell asleep watching Night of the Living Dead. Nice. Coming to get you, Barbara. Yep, that's the scene. <laughs> great great <laughs> job. Yep. Thank you. A radio report informs the woman about the murders in the town, so we can assume this is the FM radio station,
0: <laughs> Yep.
1: And Michael grabs her knife off a cutting board then sets up behind her and we see him sneak off behind her for a second like ooh, ooh.
0: <laughs> just slink away
1: <laughs> i'm just imagining once he times it wrong and someone just like sees him like shuffling towards the bathroom <laughs> anyways the old lady turns around to get the knife but it's gone and and even worse news there's blood on her sandwich now <laughs> She turns
0: around and she's looking for her knife and she sees blood and she goes, oh my God, I can't find my knife and there's blood. I did it again. I stabbed my husband.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I got to stop doing that. Night of living dead in more than one way. <laughs> they, he doesn't kill these people and I kind of wonder why.
0: I don't know. They're like, yeah, he just he needed the knife.
1: Yeah, I guess he was just so grateful to get the knife, he's like, eh, ah, I'll let him go.
0: Then he took the other half of that sandwich, too.
1: <laughs> it's been a long night. You think he could shove it all under the mask, though?
0: No, he tries to shove it through the eye hole. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm.
1: This now is going to be our longest and- episode ever. <laughs> I got peanut butter and jelly in my eye. <laughs> They're like, that's weird, because it was ham on the outside. <laughs> Anyways, Michael's walking around uh, calmly outside with his knife. And some girls come out, of no- come out of a house asking the old couple... Oh, some girl comes out of the house asking the old couple if they're okay. And Michael watches her go back inside. And she tells someone on the phone that her neighbor is more than likely beating his wife. Which she says just kind of casually. <laughs> And Fun. the
0: person
1: <laughs> The person on the phone tells this girl about the murders, so she turns on the FM radio to get the news report. <laughs> For those of you who don't get that joke, please listen to our terrifier episode. It's good stuff. Anyways, Michael creeps up behind her as she tells the girl on the phone that it was right down the street from her, and she hears something clang in the house, Vin. Here we go, it's his finishing move. <laughs>
0: It always starts with the clanging.
1: Yep, he just seems like a photo somewhere and then knocks it off the shelf, and he's like, oh, oh, here it comes. (laughs) So she calls out, which is what people in this always do, and no one answers, so she steps forward and catches a stabbing. And the cops are pulling up down the street next to an ambulance, and everyone's getting questioned out front, and the EMTs take out Jamie Lee Curtis on a gurney. And Curtis keeps mumbling, don't let him put me to sleep. Don't let him put me to sleep. As they drive away.
0: Got the wrong movie. That sounds like something Nancy would be saying.
1: I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> on top of everything else, is Freddy Krueger going to get the drop on her, too? <laughs>
0: My God, do you imagine? <laughs> oh, wait, no, they did a movie like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was called Horror Movie t no, it's first Jason. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. Anyways, the babyface EMT in the ambulance recognizes her because she goes to school with his brother, and the other one's like, "Oh, we're Dad's the realty company."
0: I just, I think it's really hilarious because we're getting like a whole bunch of like, "This is Lori," like this is like her character and whatnot, and it's just like this is supposed to be a sequel, so why are we going backwards?
1: I mean, I guess, yeah, they're probably telling the audience that in case they're like, in case you didn't see the first one, this is Lori.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, that's fine. Like, there's a little bit of it that, but then, like, we're, we're not even, like, five minutes, like, after, like, she drives to the fucking hospital, and they just keep continuing it, because then the doctor's like, oh, yeah, this is Lori of such and
1: such and such, and it's like, I I fucking know, Okay. The other weird thing is that, like, in the first movie, she wasn't confident enough to tell some boy at school that she liked them. But in this one, like, some 20-year-old EMT is like, I gotta get me a piece.
0: <laughs> it's, you know, it's that curly hair, man.
1: <laughs> Drives chicks wild. And she, like, flirts back like crazy because, you know, like, to the people watching this movie, they're like, that's Jamie Lee Curtis. She's a big star. Why would she be nervous about talking to her? This guy I've never heard of. <laughs> but anyways, at the hospital, some kid is being brought in, bleeding profusely from his mouth. What the fuck happened to his mouth? <laughs> he probably fell while running, while trick-or-treating. Yeah, it looked like he had, like, maybe vampire teeth in or something.
0: Maybe. I remember I did that one time. I went as, like, a chain gang, like, prisoner, and I had, like, the, the chains around my ankles that's part of like the, the fucking costume and I tried running and I fell immediately
1: <laughs> that sounds like a very Vinny childhood story <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Vinny do you want to talk about the time you lit the, uh, the the pillow on fire on her couch <laughs>
0: it was like five minutes mom went to go get the mail and I found the candle starter and learned how to like turn it on and I was lighting the corner of the pillow on fire <laughs>
1: It's not only incredible he's alive, but then all of us are. (laughs) Anyways, the EMTs roll Jamie Lee into the hospital, but she isn't saying much because she's in shock. And the mother is frustrated inside because they're not taking her son right away. But when the EMTs ask the nurse about Jamie Lee, she's like, "Uh, the doctor's pretty drunk. (laughs) Not even hiding it. Yeah, she's just like, yeah, he went to the... uh, the social club, and he's still drunk. So, drunk doctor wanders in and asks a nurse for some coffee, and then he leans over Jamie Lee, and I imagine his breath wakes her up. So powerful and potent. And then he gives her a tetanus shot, I hope.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he asked her if he's ever gotten a tetanus, which... I don't... Yeah, Is I'm it just because not... she got stabbed?
1: Yes, I'm not confident he put the right stuff in. It's just Morphe. (laughs) They'd be like, hold on, that was more scotch. (laughs) And it's all air bubbly,
0: too. Whoops. (laughs)
1: Well, that's a hard attack about to happen. (laughs) Good thing there's no consequences for men of my age in the 80s. (laughs) Anyways... Uh, They're going to put her under for stitches, but she keeps begging them not to, and Loomis is outside circling the block with the cop, using a light to look for Michael, and the sheriff gets all pissy with uh, Loomis for being too bossy. <laughs> uh, some other cop calls in on the radio, and the sheriff tells him where to meet him, and Loomis takes the gun out, and the cop's like, put that away! <laughs> But Loomis is like patting the gun like, yeah, it makes me feel powerful. (laughs) He's like,
0: not only do I have a doctorate, but I also have a gun. I'm the most powerful man on the planet right now.
1: I feel like he literally says, like, sure does make me feel better to have this before he takes out his, like, hand cannon. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he does
0: feel pretty good to have that thing right there.
1: This guy went from, like, mild-mannered doctor to, like, some dude who's like, I can't fucking get hard without holding a weapon.
0: I think, like, after he shot Michael, he's like, this thing is awesome, but then realized it didn't kill him. Now he's just like, this thing's pretty much useless. It can't kill anyone. (laughs) I
1: I think he has a new treatment plan for his patients, and it's the same as the doctor and zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways... The, the sheriff's like, you couldn't have shot him six times. You probably missed. Now, some teams are crowded around someone who looks like Michael. So, Loomis and the sheriff chase after him. And Loomis goes to shoot him immediately. And the sheriff stops him, which is a real role reversal. Which, I mean, can we just
0: talk about where the fuck did this kid get this, this costume? And well, why? Got, like,
1: the same... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I guess the drugstore in town was probably like well you probably heard all about the murders and we got some fresh masks that's literally it's continued this is the night like,
0: continued that's how the sequel is so it's just like how is and not only that well so we like...
1: both know how quickly silver shamrock can spit him out
0: <laughs> well so no it's the mask sure but he's wearing the same blue jumper too
1: I will say, it looks slightly different from Michael's mask, but, like, not that much different.
0: The hair looks a little lighter, that's for sure.
1: It's just a kid who got really unlucky, because... We're, we're, yeah, you want to talk about unlucky. <laughs> another cop car comes out of nowhere and hits this fool, Michael, and pins him against a van. That explodes. <laughs> I'll laugh for two minutes. I... I immediately
0: sat there and went, "How did I forget this scene existed?" <laughs> and the cops. Everybody me- stands there, just, just jaws <laughs> agape. Like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> it
1: was fucking wild. <laughs> and the cops ask Loomis if that's Michael, and he's like, "Fuck if I know." He stood there, he
0: didn't say a single thing, he just stared there, probably sweating bullets and thinking, "I oh God, I hope so.
1: Hey, Finn, if he doesn't know, why the fuck was he shooting
0: at him? He's literally pulling strings, man, like he's at his ends, his ends wit.
1: You've crossed the line,
0: dude. I think someone needs to take that gun away from you, it's giving you too
1: too much power. He's got two guns now. Where'd he get the other one?
0: (laughs) He just keeps compiling more and
1: more weaponry. Now the (laughs) cop... Some other cop pulls up and tells him he found three more bodies, so they're like, well, fuck this guy then. Yeah. (laughs) Now at the hospital, the kid leaves with his mouth stitched up, and the EMTs and the nurses are watching a news report about the murders. And Babyface EMT goes to check on Jamie Lee, and she's sleeping soundly. And then he strokes her hand in a way that makes me uncomfortable and wakes her up. But she's immediately okay with the attention, going like, giving him like flirty eyes, like, hey, hey there, hey person I don't know, I was almost (laughs) murdered tonight, how are you doing?
0: Now this just might be the drugs talking, but I really want to run my fingers through that curly hair of yours.
1: Now, Nurse comes in and asks her how she's feeling, and she sends uh, EMT back a little, and she tells him to hit the road, and he pretends like he's going to leave, but doesn't. Then he offers Jamie Lee a Coke. Wink.
0: (laughs) It's that fucking code.
1: Yeah, and she's like practically soaking the hospital bed over it. (laughs) And then older EMT comes in and tells the other one they need to hit the road, so rain check on that Coke. (laughs) i hope it's
0: cold
1: it's gonna be very bubbly and sticky <laughs> and it'll probably go flat quickly <laughs> Wink. <laughs> having a too long over a sustained period of time will lead to diabetes wink Anyways, we're with the news reporter setting up in front of a house, and next to a producer is telling her reporter to get a statement from the parents, and the cops and the EMTs meet up and inspect the body of the laundry girl, who is the sheriff's daughter, and also the ex-wife at Halloween 3. Have we covered all the bases, Vid? I think so. So the sheriff closes her eyes and sends her on her way.
0: Did you notice that her face twitched a little bit after he closed her eyes? Acting. It's
1: tough to play dead, dude. Ask the dog. So the sheriff's like, well, I guess I better tell my wife before anyone else does. And then he sort of freaks out on Lubus being like, why'd you let him out? And Lubus just very simply it's like, well, I didn't let him out. <laughs> no, I, I believe I told you the story. It was actually, he escaped.
0: Yeah, we spend... Um, A good period of time in this movie where, again, we get backstory. We already fucking know.
1: Yep. All right. So the blonde cop who took took over thinks everything is settled. But Lewis is like, I'm pretty sure that burnt-up corpse isn't Michael Myers now. (laughs) Now that my gun is safely tucked away.
0: (laughs) And nobody can convict me of anything.
1: Yeah, Lubis tells the blonde cop that, like, a bunch of kids are gonna die while one of the television producers listens. I thought that was gonna pay off in some way. Doesn't matter remotely. Nope. Now, Vinny, downtown, some girls are fighting about a Halloween party, and then they fight about one of them giving the other one a ride home. Because, like, the one who's a nurse is, like, pretty much an asshole, because she's like, yeah, I'm not gonna give you a ride home, I'm gonna be late for work. The other one's like, you promised. She's like, I don't give a shit. Catch a ride with someone else. How about that? (laughs) I
0: I feel like that's happened to me one time where I was like 19 and I had a job. And I remember at work, someone had asked me (laughs) to give them a ride into work. And I'm like, yeah, all right, no problem. And then like the next day, I woke up and was, like, running, like, kind of late for work. And I was just like, yeah, I can't come
1: pick you up. I'm running late myself. (laughs) Left that dude on the lurch. You son of a bitch. (laughs) She (laughs) has her reasons, though, as we're going to insanely find out. Now, then some guy walking around with a boombox almost walks into Michael, but he just keeps scrolling past him. And he's walking around on a street near a bunch of unsuspecting people, which is crazy, because, like, no one's giving a description of this guy out. And like how? The, cop, the cops even drive by him. <laughs> but anyways, he's on his way to the hospital, and the party hater gets back to the hospital sighing and being very dramatic about the extra five minutes it took to get her friend home. <laughs> And at the hospital, the older EMT is smoking a joint and talking about how he wants pizza. And agreed. a candy strip. What's that?
0: I said agreed. And always a good choice. Yes.
1: Now, a candy striper is reading a magazine. Oh, no, I'm sorry. A security guard is reading a magazine so he doesn't notice Michael walking around outside on the security monitor. And Party Hater gets buzzed in. And then some, uh, okay, this is the candy stripers in the b- break room, and she tells the EMT that her friend saw Michael yesterday, and he's like, your friend's a fucking moron, he didn't escape till today. <laughs> he's a fucking liar, he is. And the girl has no retort for that, so she gets mad that he swore too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's tire all this cockatoodle swearing, Vin just too much swearing,
0: too much cussing which I assume that someone has wrote on a review for our podcast at one point but we'll never
1: read I'd love to read it anyways you can tell us we cuss too much and uh, also hey, go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) now (laughs) party hater comes in and flirts a little with older EMT and then leaves to start her shift and older EMT sings a dirty song about the nurse sitting on his face (laughs) Good song. (laughs) Baby EMT gets upset because, hey, people died tonight. But, you know, none of them died sitting on faces, so what's there to get upset about? And then older EMT tells Babyface not to get involved with patients because that's unethical. That's why he only fucks nurses.
0: Yeah, because, you know, he likes to shit where he eats, as they say.
1: Yeah, I wish they wouldn't say that. Where
0: did that terminology come from?
1: <laughs> Either the kitchen or the toilet. <laughs> <thin. laughs> Anyways, so the babyface EMT walks down the hall in a huff, and we see Michael is hiding in a supply closet. Not
0: that great. <laughs> <laughs> so you give it about like a 4 out of 10 for hiding places.
1: Yeah. You have to imagine the EMT as he walked by it was like some creeper in the supply closet. What a fucking night.
0: I just, ima- you know, they made like a, a video game about the sneak king, you know, from Burger King, where you're supposed to find good hiding places and reaction times to scare people and give them burgers. And imagine if they made like a Michael Myers video game where it's like you get extra points if you hide better, but if you don't, they just kind of like look at you like,
1: Who the fuck is this guy? I mean, they're going to catch a knife either way, but he likes doing the spooky stuff first. I mean, yeah, you got to have a little fun while you're
0: murdering, right?
1: None of it actually seems to give him an advantage. It just seems to be something he enjoys doing.
0: (laughs) Gotta love your job, you know?
1: I think it's the last vestiges of his childhood. He's just like, I did love hide and seek. (laughs) Now, we get some hospital POV snooping by Michael and Party Hater is fully dressed in her nurse's outfit, and she goes by a nursery where... Vinny, all of the babies are completely unattended, which is insane.
0: I mean, they're not completely unattended. Michael's taking care of them right now. Yeah!
1: (laughs) No, Black Nurse comes out of nowhere and gives Party Hater a hard time for being late, and she's like, you know, the babies could have died because you were late. He, nobody could have stayed. It's a lot of those kind of people that
0: like are at their job where they're just like, it's not in my job description to be there. If the babies die, it's on her. we
1: are like, I guess she shouldn't have been late. we are like, a child died. <laughs> There's no time to get into petty workplace squabbles. <laughs>
0: what the fuck? Hey man, passing the buck is passing the buck. <laughs>
1: That's just human. I'm just saying, like, I'd be willing to go home 20 minutes, maybe even 25 late, to not risk the life of some children. I agree. I mean, anything after 30 is pushing it. We all agree <laughs> on that. It's true,
0: right? Yeah, come on now.
1: I mean, I got, some, I got some things going on. It's no big deal. Anyways, Babyface EMT is talking to Jamie Lee about Michael Myers, and she's like, What? I thought that was the Man." <laughs> and then he tells her he heard it on the radio so we know it's true vid mm-hmm. and then jb lee keeps repeating why me in a way that's gonna set up for a very frustrating ending
0: yeah it's like the payoff sucks <laughs> oh sorry i was supposed to save that for later
1: yeah it sure does i mean like really they could have just gone with any number of things that was like because you look like his sister or (laughs) just remind him of his sister. Not to play like (laughs) Monday morning quarterback on this one, but like you could have set it up with like him escaping, but then like being picked up and brought to the hospital as like an unidentified body and then causing terror from there. Yeah. Rather than stalking her there. You know what I mean?
0: I, yes, I would have enjoyed that. I, Definitely do not... Wow, we're really... You know what? (laughs) We're really digging into it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that they shoehorned this whole, like, sibling thing. And it was obviously lazy writing, so...
1: Yeah, no, they were just like, well, Jamie Lee needs to be in it, and we need a reason to justify why he would keep coming after us. So they're like, I don't know, maybe they're fucking related or something. Who gives a shit?
0: I mean... Check is movies... already
1: cleared.
0: <laughs> Horror movies have done that, though, where they're just like, let's bring the killer's dead body to the morgue in like the hospital. And then, oh, he's awake, and now he's running rampant in the hospital.
1: Yeah, it's a good way to go. Yeah. Anyways, Black Nurse comes in and sends Babyface EMT packet again. Then she checks on Jamie Lee's shoulder. Then she asks Jamie Lee if she has any idea where her parents might be, but she does not in more ways than one. And Black Nurse tries the phone But it doesn't work So she calls the candy striper in And is like You go get the security guy To go work on the phones And JB Lee tries the phone herself After she leaves Like she doesn't trust him (laughs) But yes it's busted And the candy striper Tells the security guard And he's going outside to check And she's like I can leave now right And he's like Fuck that Take this walkie talkie (laughs) And then she's just like, I don't know how to use this thing. Yeah, she lives up to that. (laughs) (laughs) She's not just saying it. She doesn't know how to. She plays a good character for it. Now he's out back checking by the loading dock looking for I don't know what by the garbage cans. And when he opens up a garbage, he finds blood in it. And then a cat jumps on him, which is, you know, pretty standard horror stuff. And then he looks around like, oh, jeez. Then he notices something in the distance. What? A lock is busted that leads into a cluttered room. Vinny, do you like close-ups of busted locks? No. Oh, too bad. I got a couple more for you coming right up. Oh, man. So he turns the lamp on and hears something in the distance.
0: Oh, fuck. (laughs) It's- I'm sorry, folks. There is a lot of this in this movie, of which at this point I said, wow, who put the brakes on in this movie? Because we are suddenly going very slow.
1: I told you, Michael Myers is inside knocking over glasses of water like a fucking cat, <laughs> <laughs> Like staring at it for 30 seconds before he casually knocks it over. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... The, the security guy is looking at the tools on the wall, so I'm like, he's about to catch some hedge clippers, right? And I was close. <laughs> he tries to radio the candy striper to tell her someone broke into the storage room, but it's not coming through on her end. And she's pretty much just, like, twisting knobs and pressing buttons random, randomly like, hello? Security guard? Hello? <laughs> How do I get to you? It's like, <laughs> I think when he handed it to you, the trick was not to touch anything.
0: She changed the channel, and suddenly she's like, "Hello," and she's like, "This is Ripley."
1: I need to. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, "No, no, no time, click." (laughs) 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 Um, she starts fiddling with the walkie-talkie, and then something falls behind him. God damn it! So he goes to look, god damn it, and finds another lock broken, god fucking damn it. (laughs) He opens the door and a bunch of boxes fall on him. Vinny, what the fuck are we doing here?
0: I now suddenly understand why we should have probably skipped over this movie.
1: (laughs) Oh man, there's more junk and Vinny... You know what he finds? Nothing. No, worse. Another lock. (laughs) This is Is like a video game. These locks. This is like a video game where they couldn't program a whole hallway, so they just keep repeating stuff.
0: (gasps) The rendering.
1: Now I'm imagining, like, a fucking trashed out of his mind, John Carpenter being like, yeah, then he finds another fucking lock, that one's broken too, they're all fucking broke. You fucking like that, huh? Just like I was before I got the check for this script. (laughs) (laughs) Deborah Hill's like, yeah, alright, whatever. (laughs) Oh, man. When (laughs) When he opens this door, he finds... Nothing again, but the law of three dictates, Vin, something must happen. And it Always. does. Michael hits him in the head with a hammer. See, I told you I was close. We did it.
0: With a lock, actually. hit him in the head with a
1: lock. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> An even bigger lock. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, those were that lock's children. <laughs> Now, Blonde Cop and Loomis are inspecting the burned-up corpse. The coroner's like, uh, you pretty much can't tell until we check it against the dental records. And also, there's so many car parts in here. <laughs> <laughs> and Blonde Cop tells another cop to do another sweep because they're going to proceed as if Michael is definitely still alive. Yeah, we cut to a mob, like, breaking all the windows in Michael's house. And then what the fuck the house do? I mean, you know,
0: it's a symbol and they have to destroy the symbol.
1: Uh, if only there was a really pretentious way to say that, like, I don't know, Dr. Luba's saying, ah, yes, tis tribal, one of their number was butchered and this is how they mourn.
0: No, this is their wake.
1: Yeah, which is like, <laughs> what, <laughs> what I, do you mean, man? I, I sat
0: there and was just like, He's lost his fucking mind. <laughs>
1: he's got a fucking ton of coke in, in that gun, and he's just snorting it right out of the...
0: <laughs> he's lost all the bullets, and now he's just shooting coke fucking
1: <laughs> up his nose. He's like, I've never felt more fucking alive. <laughs> he's like, you know what we're gonna do after we catch Michael? We're gonna fuck tonight. <laughs> They're like, do we have to? Yes. And he's like, that's my way <laughs> oh my god Vinny I'm just thinking about all the houses I busted up after our grandfather died <laughs> anyways blog cop tells Loomis that Haddonfield was a pretty quiet town the only gunshot was a starter's pistol I'm like stop talking <laughs> just like just
0: roll back over and like you know caress your sweet pistol asleep sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Vinnie <laughs> Loomis cuts him off though to be like, well, yeah, except when Michael killed his sister, right? He's like, say what now? <laughs> They're like, yeah, okay, except that. <laughs> and then Loomis does a monologue on Michael biding his time before he could return to Haddonfield and how he was evil in the hospital. Nobody knew but Dr. Loomis. It was, yeah. it's,
0: so people just looked at him as like, yeah, he's just a quiet dude.
1: Yep, and just when you think that this movie is too boring to go on with, Finn, something amazing happens. Because some teen boys come up and tell Blond Cop that they're worried about their friend who is wandering home drunk in his custom-made Michael Myers mask.
0: <laughs> they're like, how old is he? About 17. And they're like, and oh. Loomis <laughs> Lu- Lu- <laughs> is just staring there just like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah, because the coroner, we did mention this, said that the teeth on the corpse looked like it was about a 17-year-old.
0: Yeah, and Loomis is like, Michael is 21. So the cop's like, so not Michael.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like, what fucking coroner's like, oh yeah, I could tell your age by your teeth, because you see they're like rings on a tree when I <laughs> cut them off. <up." laughs> Yeah, so, again,
0: I can't believe this this random teenager's death is still paying off.
1: It's so amazing because Loomis is just like that's awkward. It's not like you tried to shoot him.
0: It would have been even funnier if Loomis like just kind of like started picking up his pistol, like, "Do I gotta kill these kids?"
1: It's only one way to close the loop, officer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then he just shoots coke at him, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, At the hospital, party hater is counting out some pills, and an alarm goes off in one of the rooms. And she's like, oh, you. And then she grabs her stethoscope and heads in. And when she gets there, the older EMT pulls her in for a kiss on the bed. Then she calls him an asshole. Then she calls him a jerk and hops off the bed he's like, why don't we go down to the therapy room so that I can get some, this is really gross, therapy for my finger, eh? (laughs) Which, (laughs) I'm like, gross way to ask to finger someone, but also, (laughs) I'm a little impressed that you're super horny and all you can think about is getting her off. I mean, hey, that's pretty progressive of him. In a way. I mean, like, trying to make her neglect the babies that she's been tasked to like, watch over. I, I Listen,
0: again, you know, Michael's got it taken care of. He's wheeling and dealing, killing
1: and taking care of those babies. I don't know. She's like, I don't want to leave the babies alone, which I'm like, too late, lady. <laughs> Now imagine Michael walking down the hall and the babies are just crawling around.
0: (laughs) They're just, like, dangling out of the beds and shit.
1: But anyways, the older EMT is cranky because everyone's upset about these murders and he wants to fuck. So he pulls her in for a kiss, and then he's, like, therapy room, like, wagging his finger. <laughs>
0: Do with little finger walks like mm hmm. These like, things are made for f- for finger.
1: <laughs> she's like, it's probably fine if we leave the door open. Which is like, yeah, great. Let's let the babies hear all this. <laughs> they gotta learn some point. <laughs> I was trying to imagine like my wife went through like 18 hours of labor. We caught like two hours of sleep in the room. We come out to check on the babies and the nurses loudly going to third base.
0: (laughs) Hey, they're human too, you know.
1: (laughs) I'd rather they be professional. That's just a, a personal preference. So She's like, well, let me check on them first, and it's like, yeah, okay, baby, stay there. Now, we get a flashback of Jamie Lee being told by her mother that she's not really her mother. Oops. And then visiting some angry-looking kid in the hospital. I wonder who that is. God damn it, do I hate retconning. <laughs> Now, in the therapy room, the EMT is waiting in the hot tub, which I'm like, this is much different than I pictured it already. Yeah, I didn't realize, like, that therapy tub is,
0: is massive, which, when it comes to think of, like, athletic, like, training therapy tubs are, like, built for one. Not, like, five.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of hot tubs in the hospital, so all your <laughs> pals can <laughs> climb in. <laughs> And all of you catch the same disease. But anyways, party-hating nurse takes her clothes off, and Vinny, this all seems very intricate for their purposes. Like, I imagine them, like, sneaking off for a couple of minutes.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, like, you know, quick pump and dump. That's like, <laughs> like, what the fuck are they? They're on the job.
1: Yeah, not like, let's fire up the hot tub. It's got to heat up, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, she lets the towel drop for the gratuitous nude scene, and then she gets in the tub with him, and they commence with the kissing. I was like, good thing she left the door open, so now she can hear the babies over these jets.
0: (laughs) It just turns her (laughs) on. Hearing babies in peril.
1: So she tells the EMT it's hot in there, and he's like, that's just me, baby. But Michael is actually turning up the degrees in the hot tub in the distance video this is like the cryo chamber in freaky because there is a setting for kill always
0: and I don't understand why there should be a limiter on the, that fucking like handle
1: absolutely it should cut off before it could kill you <laughs> cause like it would literally just... be the first thing they talked about when designing it <laughs>
0: <laughs> obviously we need to invent something that basically could probably kill you and scold you to death
1: Like literally the first thing would be like well we don't want it to kill anyone
0: <laughs> and then that like the one engineers like to like the side just like crosses off on his <laughs> notepad cannot <laughs> must kill
1: you yeah, i don't want him to kill huh if you say mm-hmm. so well that's revolutionary it is <laughs> that's why you're the leader in the industry now she tells the EMT again that it's too hot, so he goes up to check on the temperature. And she gets out of the hot tub and towels herself off a little. Well, in the distance, Michael comes up behind the EMT and like jokes him. I don't. It looked like he had like it wasn't piano wire, but it was something like that. I I mean,
0: maybe he found some like fucking floss. I I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, like stitches. I I don't know.
0: Who knows the, the other thing is too I didn't realize that the guy was wearing a towel I thought that <laughs> he was gonna be dick swinging behind that door and I was like oh he's wearing a towel okay good
1: uh, they never show him hanging brain in these movies it only the nudity only ever goes one way um alright so she fixes her hair as Michael comes up behind her and puts his hand on her shoulder she's like oh no mister the fuck party's over then she strokes his hand lovingly, still not noticing those fingers that had been plunged in her so many times before.
0: She's like kissing and sucking on his fingers, and I'm just like, you'd think that she'd be like, hmm. Tastes a little bit copper-ish. <laughs>
1: like tastes like so many different types of blood. <laughs> Anyway, she turns around and screams when she sees it's Michael, because, like, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> no, then he slams her head in the tub, which is increasing in temperature, which... Okay, Vin, why doesn't it hurt his hands, then?
0: <laughs> I. I mean, he obviously doesn't feel shit. I
1: don't know. Okay. It melts her face off. I think his hands would feel something.
0: Yeah, you'd think that, like, his hand would be, like, a stubbling fucking, like, just, like, a smoldering, like, mess. Like, a blisters.
1: Yeah, like, not to backseat drive again, but that probably would have been a pretty cool image the rest of the movie with this like, blistered up hands. That would he's be just cool.
0: like
1: Yeah, I'm, it's all for the love of the game, man. I don't care the kind of damage I gotta take to get this done. I, you know, it's like, how many horror
0: movies do you see so often where there's battle damaged like monsters where it's just like you see them progress through the movie with like some stuff that they've like they've picked up during it where it's like one one person like was able to like to cut a piece of them off and whatnot and they have to hold that throughout the rest of the
1: movie yeah it's just a little touch i would have liked oh well some anyways continuity you know The cops are at a school where I guess Michael broke in and knifed a picture to the desk of his family. It's
0: so (laughs) intricate.
1: Then he scrawled Sam Hyde on the uh, chalkboard in blood for some reason. Vinny, why does he know about Halloween?
0: He's pretty obsessed with it, I guess.
1: This is so dumb. This is fucking dumb as shit. It just makes absolutely no sense. It's so shoehorned. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, the movie's coming in at an hour 20 and we need 10 more minutes, so I don't know, maybe they'll go to school or something. (laughs) Then some lady comes in and asks to talk to Dr. Loomis, and he's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, am I supposed to recognize this person? No, I don't think so. I hope not. They go out into the hall and he lights up a cigarette for her and she's like, listen, you've been ordered back to the hospital. He's like... Bullshit, nobody can order me back. Dance move, dance move. And then she's like, well, the governor can. And he's like, ah, shit, that's the one. Then she's like, it's all a mess because of the escape. And Loomis is like, well, y'all should have listened to me before, so I guess you learned that lesson, didn't you? <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Loomis tells the woman to tell the head of the hospital she couldn't find him. She's like, What? There's a marshal for you outside, jackass. And he's
0: just like, shit, think fast. Well, I got this gun. <laughs>
1: he's almost piecing it together, man. <laughs> <laughs> Babyface EMT goes in to check on Jamie Lee. I'm so tired of reading that. As Michael skulks around, ditto. And Babyface tells Jamie Lee, hey, we're basically strangers, but I won't let anything happen to you. And she doesn't say anything in response, which is a proper response. <laughs> it's pretty normal. Then he waves his hand in front of her face, and he's like, oh, no. Then he checks her pulse because she's having some type of reaction.
0: She's at, Yeah, she's, like, paralyzed.
1: And the candy striper runs in to get the doctor. When she opens this office, there's a shower running. Then she goes into another room, because he's got, like, three or four rooms in this office. And also, all oh, the locks are broken, Vin.
0: <laughs> They're all just scattered on the ground.
1: It's fucking locks everywhere, left and right. And the doctor is seated in front of an aquarium, and she's like, Doctor, Jamie Lee had a reaction to the medicine, which was booze. <laughs> but when she spins him around in his chair, there's a big old needle poking out of his head. And then she recoils and backs right up <laughs> Cause, into Michael. Because
0: uh, he's so through with just ingesting his liquor, he's got to do it hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's gotta find new ways, you know. He's like the only way is through the eyeball, and he's like, that is the... <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, Michael respects game when he sees it, so when she spins around, he stabs her in the head with the needle as well. He's like, Let me help you out here. <laughs> now the EMT runs down the hall looking for help, and he tries to find the black nurse, but she's not in the ladies' lounge. And the, a blonde nurse who I haven't seen before pokes her head out of a room, waiting for help. And then an alarm goes off in one of the rooms, and she closes J.B. Lee's door and goes to check on it. And Michael watches from down the hallway. And Michael goes into her room and then stabs the bed, but it's just pillows there. He got tricked like the fucking Black Riders and Lord of the Rings. Fit. <laughs> Nobody ever checks before they get to the stabbing.
0: Never, never, ever. Knife first, always. Never head.
1: It's a good thing she had those fake breathing pillows. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally their only purpose because <laughs> <laughs> it would be horrifying to try to sleep on them. <laughs> <sighs> uh, oh, Damn! Down. Oh, Damn!
0: Down. <laughs> Be like something from Videodrome. It's like if your bed fucking was just heaving. Videodrome. Videodrome.
1: Jamie Lee is in the hallway limping away because it was all a ruse, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. She faked having a shitty pulse, but whatever. And that guy's
0: just not good at reading pulses. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. (laughs) All these people here are terrible at their job. I'll have you know.
1: Oh yeah, this
0: is a. This is, like, fucking moonlighting, except everybody, like, worked at, like, a fucking, at, like, a burger restaurant. They're like, hey, you want to, like, watch over this hospital at night? And they're like, I guess.
1: In his review for this movie, Roger Ebert said this was a heavy idiot plot movie. And by that he means in order for the movie to work, everyone in it has to be a moron. He's right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so the blonde nurse comes back and finds some pillows in the bed that have also been stabbed and J.B. Lee wanders into another room and then grabs the phone and sort of collapses to the floor and Michael's strolling down the hall going real slow because he knows this has to get at least another half hour out of this movie Yeah. <laughs> and the phone doesn't work and J.B. Lee checks the hallway then closes the door up behind her and hunches up against her knees and back in the real world a marshal tells Lubis that they'll find Michael as he's escorted away and then Blonde Nurse tries to find the security guard, but he's missing. And only only his hat remains. That autocorrected to fat, which is just mean. <laughs> only his fat remains. <laughs> I mean, I but, assume it's still there, but...
0: <laughs> well, you know, he's trying to, like, stay lean, so he's he's got to leave the fat behind, which is all the flavor.
1: <laughs> now, we see Michael walking around on the monitors, checking some rooms. Holy shit, is this a boring movie?
0: Oh, man, are we still fucking doing this movie?
1: Yeah, hold on, man. We got, like, 20 more locks to get through.
0: Oh, God.
1: Oh, oh, man. The nurse heads down the hall past the room where we know Michael is, and then Michael does his signature move, which is to knock something over in the room. Maybe he's <laughs> oh, doing you it accidentally because he can't see because of the mask. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. What were you going to say, Vid?
0: I said I thought you were about to say Breaking Locks. That's his favorite move.
1: <laughs> That's his second favorite. All right, so she opens the door. Oh, Jamie Lee opens the door, and then blonde Nurse gets jump-scared by Babyface EMT. And he tells Blond Nurse to check the East Wing and then to go get the cops if they can't find anybody. And she says okay while Michael watches from behind the curtains in the room. And yeah, baby face EMTs in surgery now, just looking into rooms. So many rooms, Vin. I mean, so many doors. You yeah. know what's
0: what's wild is, is, like, if there's so many rooms in this hospital, how are they not filled with more patients?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, why have a hospital this big if there's only, like, four people in it?
0: I don't, like, yeah, if this was, like, an emergency, like, Just a small little like hospital that could have worked, but this is like a fully like furnished hospital with zero patients. Yeah, that's why they were so excited when fucking Jamie Lee Curtis came in. They're like, "Oh my god, we've been waiting for somebody to come in all night."
1: Yeah, we don't live in like a very populated part of our state, Finn, but like I've had to wait in the hallway of a hospital for hours. that sucks and it was not a busy time but anyways let's see he finds black nurse strapped to a table and she has an iv in her that just drained her of blood and Vinny the fact that michael was able to tap her blood (laughs) is an even more insane skill for him to have than driving yeah where the fuck did he pick this up from yeah this the same orderly that taught him to drive us, like, this is how you drain some blood.
0: This is, like, the most elaborate way to kill someone, almost as, like, crazy as, like, fucking Ma trying to, like, transfer dog blood into a freaking <laughs> Gaston. <laughs>
1: uh, maybe that was his next move, but he got interrupted, because <laughs> we know he killed a dog in the house, or a raccoon or something, right?
0: Not a dog. He hugged the dog to death.
1: Oh, at any rate, <laughs> babyface EMT slips on the blonde and knocks himself on the floor. <laughs> it's pretty good, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed a lot too. <laughs> because <laughs> it's real fucking clown show shit.
0: Yeah, kinda.
1: Now, blonde nurse is outside heading for her car, but it won't start. Then she gets out and notices the tires are slashed and is dripping gasoline. Then she looks at the other cars in the parking lot, and all of them have slashed tires. Diddy, what would you do if you saw that?
0: Um, I mean, I'd be pretty fucking
1: pissed, that's for sure. Yeah, I'd run the fuck out of there, but instead, she heads right back into the hospital. I... Mm, well, I would feel like, wouldn't you interpret as, that as, like, somebody wants to trap us here?
0: I get Yes, but, I mean, also... Maybe he's lurking outside. Maybe that's her mindset where it's just like, well, if the tires are slashed, maybe he's out here and waiting for me, so maybe I'm safer inside.
1: I don't agree, but... At any rate, insanely, uh, what? (laughs) JB Lee is checking the hallway again, which, oh my god, boring. (laughs) (laughs) Now, blonde Nurse comes in and calls out to JB Lee, who's in a drug-induced haze. And then Michael comes up behind Blonde Nurse and stabs her in the back with a scalpel, then lifts her up, dropping her shoes to the floor, while Jamie Lee watches, mildly shocked. (laughs) Then we get some thrilling Halloween music, which did fire me. You're like, aw, sick, something's happening. It's like, my body remembers a better movie. (laughs) So Jamie Lee runs down the hallway, because she's like wide awake now. And then she goes down a staircase and goes into another wing, checking a bunch of locked doors. <laughs> Michael will take at care this of those po- for.
0: <laughs> at this point, the audience is going, Boo!
1: <laughs> no throwing... more doors! No more doors! <laughs>
0: All the people from Haddonville are in the fucking movie theater throwing freaking sticks and rocks at the screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> boring dies tonight boring dies tonight <laughs> Michael's walking down the stairs easy as can be <laughs> just cool as as possible you know <laughs> a he can always knock something over if this doesn't go well <laughs> Jamie, it's like Lee- a,
0: duck a donut's <laughs> cup on the ledge just mm, fucking knock that shit out <laughs>
1: Jamie Lee ends up in the boiler room where I imagine Freddy Krueger is still waiting for her. <laughs> then she finds the security guard's dead body, fat intact, Vin. Oh, okay, good. And Michael is strolling towards her like she had a track and beacon her. <laughs> <laughs> then she climbs up and out a window, and unlike Laundry Friends, she does not get stuck. <laughs> She lands on a bunch of cardboard boxes filled with glass shit, which I also laughed at.
0: Yeah, it's like, ow! She gets across just fine. She's so nimble.
1: Yeah, it's really funny, though. Because right when she hits him, it's just like... (laughs) Alright, so she presses the button for the elevator, and keeps jamming them as Michael advances, slowly. Too slowly, Vin. The door's closed just as he gets there and she goes upstairs and she runs out the front of the hospital and hops in a car to hide, crouching down in the passenger seat. Great job, Vin. I mean, there's probably more cars than there are hospital rooms, right?
0: No, I don't think so. I think that's the only car in the parking lot.
1: Oh, no, never mind then. That was a real shitty decision. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) They, she can't help herself. This is her favorite move. She pops out to check to see if anyone's there. I wonder who it could be. Uh, Loomis is in the car bitching, getting taken out of town. He's like, you fuckers didn't believe me. Then he babbles to the woman in the back about druids because of the shit Michael wrote on the blackboard. And I nearly died of boredom.
0: Yes. I I literally almost died from boredom from this movie
1: i love it then because the look on her face is i can't tell if it's an acting decision or not but she's just patiently waiting for him to stop talking (laughs) (laughs) she's a
0: real trooper you know
1: and then she's like hey Loomis, there's a secret file about michael myers that nobody ever knew about he's like what better not be some more retcon bullshit but unfortunately, Doctor, it is because we find out Jamie Lee is Michael's sister, and then the Strodes adopted her, which oof, that's a bad a twist. <laughs> it's
0: it's just like I we took so many odd steps to get here that it just didn't even feel genuine at all. There's no reward for this.
1: Yeah, it's like literally a lady like parachutes in out of a different movie to be like, "By the way, they're brother and sister." And it's
0: like, what it, do you feel better thinking that they're siblings? No. Yeah.
1: Like someone in the audience was like, "Oh, thank God! Now it makes sense that that guy in the William Shatner mask is trying to kill all these people." I. It's like strangers, strangers,
0: right? You know that whole scene where it's like, "Why are you doing this?" And they're just like, "Cause
1: you were home." Like, yeah, why is no, that's terrifying? Being like, yeah. "Because you're my secret sister." It's like, "Oh, thank Christ, I don't got to worry about it then. I'm not anybody's secret sister." Yeah, it's just like, "Why is this man following and killing me?" Who knows?
0: You'll never know. He just wants to kill.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's definitely not the boogeyman, Lori.
0: <laughs> yeah, stupid.
1: Now, Loomis pulls his gun out of his pocket. Because <laughs> it's his favorite. Then he shoots the window off to get the cop to turn around. <laughs> and I imagine gets coke all over the dashboard. <laughs> yeah, JB Lee is in the car, and then a shadow approaches. But it's babyface EMT, trying to start the car. But he is very concussed. Incredibly. <laughs> now he tells her everything is okay, and then he sort of slumps forward. Then he passes out, slamming his head on the whore. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're imagining, it just goes like, honk, and then he falls off. No. No. It's full on,
0: <laughs>
1: And Michael's like, oh, there they are. <laughs> yeah, Michael's on the side of the hospital, like, smoking a cigarette, like, a fucking idiots. Look at him over there. All right, he puts it out on his hand because apparently he can't feel. <laughs> 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 and Jamie Lee pulls the EMT off the uh, horn like, why did I pick this asshole's car? And then she tries to start it now because everyone's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then she makes a tough but fair decision to leave him there to his fate.
0: Yeah, I mean like he's a lost cause at this point. If you're going to fall asleep in the car and act like you like your dad like maybe that'll be good enough for Michael.
1: Yeah, I mean he got a critical injury by not minding the blood on the floor.
0: I mean, Michael <laughs> Yeah, who knows? He might just like have a concussion and like just never wake up. <laughs>
1: He was not attacked. Let's stress that. He basically slipped on a banana peel, and then fell out of this movie. <laughs> Although it would
0: be kind of funny if Michael walked up to the car and opened it up, and like slapped her around, to see if <laughs> you wake up, and just like slowly plunges the knife into him. Like
1: there it is. It's like everyone else in this movie was talked and killed, but he was just like, "Hey, everyone, what's a the- whoa?" whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she collapses out of the car, and some headlights come up as Loomis comes out of the car in the distance. And she can't yell at first until they go inside because it's a movie. And then Loomis tells the cop he should handcuff him to the wheel, but he needs someone to help shooting Michael. <laughs> they all head inside. While Jamie Lee mumbles, instead of calling out, she's going, like, hey, hey, over here, help, over here, hey. And then right when they get to the door, she's like, help! It's like, where the fuck was that when they were outside? It was just,
0: I don't, I hate that. It's a trope where it's just, like, suddenly she's got, like, speech perilous and just, just cannot, like, get the words out, like, help, help! And then eventually... It just, to the top of her lungs, almost loud enough to, like, possibly go through the glass doors. Except those must be bulletproof glass doors, man. They can't hear her.
1: Yeah, evidently. So, Jamie Lee goes back towards the hospital, and she can see Michael's face in some red light. And then she slams out the doors, asking to be helped inside. And then Loomis lets her in right before Michael gets there. They all get behind Loomis, who's a big man with his gun now, (laughs) Finn. (laughs) <laughs> always as Michael as frustrated with this movie as I am just walked straight through the glass like fuck this he walked through
0: that thing like it was just like one of those like fucking stretch tights that you put over your fucking plate of food
1: yeah I imagine that from the hot tub his body temperature is now like 500 degrees <laughs> and that's why he's able to immediately walk through the glass is that why his body looks smoldering
0: uh-huh. And I'm t- I'm talking, cut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, Loomis shoots Michael a bunch more times, and he collapses and falls down. And the marshal's like, he's dead. But Loomis is like, bullshit, he's still breathing.
0: Yeah, it's like, I shot this dude six times before, plus another six. That's 12 times. So. <laughs> yeah, where, where today, does he right? keep
1: getting these bullets from, is the other question.
0: <laughs> he's made them. Or he stole them from the cop when he wasn't looking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the cop's like, oh shit, he's moving. Click, click, click. What the fuck? <laughs> Loomis is like, I should have told you all about that. It actually has to do with druids. Oh my god, he's dead. <laughs> anyway. Loomis sends the governor's aid towards the car, and the marshal keeps bitching. And then the marshal leads down towards Michael. Then Loomis tells him to get away like I would try to tell my dog to stop licking the dishes in the dishwasher. <laughs> like he's like, get away from there!
0: <laughs> Are you holding a gun, too, where you're telling Elliot to get away from the dishwasher?
1: Yeah, just like my dog, <laughs> the Marshall won't listen. <laughs> he just looks sad and goes right back for it. <laughs> Anyway, Michael cuts his throat with a scalpel, then leans back up, and Loomis and Jamie Lee are scrambling, and the governor's aide is calling in to get the cops to the hospital outside, and Loomis and Jamie Lee are in an operating room, and Michael's coming in, and Loomis makes Jamie Lee take his gun, which is a big sacrifice for him.
0: He is. You can feel a piece of his soul left his body after he
1: gave that gun away. Yeah, And that piece is his elongated penis. (laughs) now Michael starts slamming on the door and then he manages to break all the way through it no locks can hold him nope then Loomis pulls another gun on him but it's empty so it must be the one that the marshal had
0: (laughs) and then Jamie Lee Curris goes to shoot Michael except she
1: hits him with a bunch of
0: cocaine so
1: (laughs) (laughs) so now on top of everything else he has an inflated sense of self esteem (laughs) Feels so incredibly confident. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could kill all night. I should open a bar. (laughs) Anyways, Loomis gets stabbed in the chest. Yada, yada, yada. Loomis gets stabbed. (laughs) Michael walks towards Jamie Lee and then tilts his head at her. And Jamie Lee's like, Michael. And then she shoots him twice in the face. Then he cries. Yeah, and she hits him in the eyes. (laughs) Yeah, as I was about to say, he cries some tears of blood, because that's where she got him. <laughs> then he holds his face and stumbles around like he just got concussed on a puddle of blood.
0: <laughs> I thought, after she did this, I was just like, oh, fuck me, are we gonna go through another 15 minutes of him blindfully trying to, like, stab her through different hallways?
1: Kinda. <laughs> he starts swinging the scalpel wildly like eyes can stop a bully. <laughs> <laughs> Like they wouldn't just keep going. (laughs) Like the bullet on its way through the head would be like, so sorry, this is my stop here.
0: I'm going to replace your eyeballs with the bullet shells now. (laughs) That's
1: why they call him old Bullet Eyes Myers. (laughs) Now, Loomis is down but not out, so he gets up and turns some gas out of the room to confuse blind Michael. <laughs> and then Michael started swiping around towards them, and they're all just turning gas on left and right, Then,
0: Ether, nitrogen, you know, like, things that you can definitely stay in a room for about five minutes and breathe normally.
1: It would be awesome if they all started laughing uncontrollably and then died <laughs> Well, here's the
0: thing. Here's a little science fact for you folks. You should be in a well-ventilated area when working with open nitrogen because it will uh, basically take all the oxygen away from you.
1: Yeah, nitrous bubbles aren't good to get in your brain.
0: Yeah, so I would assume that this plan would be all three of them would
1: suffocate and die. I mean, it would take care of the whole series, but at any rate... (laughs) uh michael's swinging around not really getting close to anyone and then lubis is like jamie lee get the fuck out of here now when she does lubis takes out his lighter and strikes it and blows them up both real good then he, jamie lee crouches in the hallway as a very on fire michael walks out of the room towards her and then he collapses <laughs> fire my only weakness <laughs> i thought that was freddy Yeah, whatever, it's all of them, who cares? (laughs) Then we get a shot of his mask burning up real good, and the next day there's fire trucks and cops outside the hospital, and everyone's looking real somber, because they blew up the hospital.
0: Yeah, I'd say I noticed that because I was like, oh, it's awfully foggy out, must be from all the smoke and fire from inside the hospital.
1: Yeah, or it's just, you know, it's November now. (laughs) That's true. Now, the sheriff tells blog Cop they found 10 bodies so far, and the media hounds Jamie Lee as she gets loaded up into another ambulance to be taken to <laughs> another hospital. Vinny, <laughs> that baby-faced EMT really did concuss himself out of the movie. That's amazing. I didn't even think about it.
0: Did you... I was going to say, I didn't realize that until now that we discussed it, which is like, wow, he got a real bad rap. He's probably still in that fucking car <laughs> they said you the be horn like, too
1: jb lee i'm gonna be your man but also whoa, 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 crash!
0: <laughs> i mean you can still hear that horn off in the distance just
1: <laughs> he's just crawling through the parking lot looking for the uh contacts he doesn't have like troy okay <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're taking Jamie Lee to another hospital, and they ride off into the fog. And then Mr. Sandman plays again, which I'm like, why? As Jamie... Yeah. As Jamie Lee thinks about Michael Spire's burning face, and that, for some reason, is the end. Fitty, yes, it's over. it's over! Hey, you know what else is over? The Red Sox season. I hope no. we didn't give away that we watched some of that. <laughs>
0: Jake was holding it in pretty strongly because I looked at the score and was like Woof, okay, good night baseball.
1: <laughs> Listen, my focus got better as it ended though. At any rate, Vinny, you selected the movie. It is uh upon you to ask me the eternal question. Please proceed. Big brother. Yeah.
0: Did I scare
1: you? No. 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 Yeah. This movie fucking blew. <laughs> I like my, like, the first Halloween is so great. And, like, Michael's a pretty good villain. and this one, I'm just like, oh, man, was it not interesting? This is
0: boring. It is just, like, incredibly boring. There was nothing creative about it at all. The pacing was so slow. So, so uninteresting.
1: Yeah, so many broken locks and so little time.
0: Yeah, and it's just, like... You know, it's like, sure, all the the characters are dumb in the movie, but like when you go to watching a slasher movie, the mostly you think of the outlandishly wild and overacting from the characters and like the crazy weird ways that they die.
1: Yeah. Vay. just for the record, did it scare you? No. No, I didn't think so. Did you like it?
0: No. <laughs> no, actually, I, I remember being like,
1: yeah, I remember this movie sucks. So. Yeah. Of the five Halloween movies I've seen, this is either the worst or the second worst. It's pretty. I'd have to think about Halloween Kills more in depth. It's pretty bad. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah, not great. <laughs> um, all right, Vinny. Well, if you were any character in this movie, who would you be? I'd probably be.
0: The fucking curly-haired hero, the baby face, because, yeah, I mean, when every time I think about the way that I could probably, you know, we're just like, oh yeah, we we forgot he's in the car, just passed out and concussed and probably dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, he had a survival strategy, but it was more like that of the opossum. (laughs) He's like, if I hit my head and pass out, maybe he won't know I'm not already dead.
0: Let's see if this will uh, play through well for Cotton.
1: Uh, Vinny, if I was anyone, I'd probably be Michael, because I feel like if I was hiding, I'd also be knocking over stuff constantly. (laughs) Just clumsiness. Can't help it, you know? And then when I stabbed him, I'd be like, yes, it was all part of my ruse, but like, it wasn't really.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Do we even really have to say, like, I don't think there's a competition for the gifable moment at all.
1: <laughs> it's that, <laughs> it's, that fucking it's deep. for Michael getting hit by the, yeah. the fan, yeah. <laughs> and that's me being like, the Halloween franchise is dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: how it should have ended. <laughs> You know, what would have been greater. So that, t-
1: that, I can't. How did they put that scene in this movie? I don't know. Vinny, if the movie ended there, I would have been so happy with this. I was like, that might be my favorite one. I
0: think that it would have been cooler. I mean, I you know what? They did go back and were just like, all right, we're going to set Michael on fire. Kind of as like a... um. What's the word I'm looking for? Where they kind of use like a premonition, right? Where it's just like, well, it sort of happened to him. I think it would have been even better if they actually did that and pinned him with a car and put him on fire.
1: I'm just imagining them bringing the burned-up corpse to the operating room that blew up and dumping it there and being like, oh, no, he burns up in this accident. (laughs) He definitely wasn't hit by a cop car. (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. So, uh. so, so, so fucking bad. So bad. And, like, a part of me was going to, like, bring back a bit that I did with Silent Hill and snap my DVD in half. But, nah, I'm going to keep it only for that fucking crazy freaking scene with that teenager getting hit by the fucking car.
1: And the EMT taking the, taking the spill on there. <laughs> Wondering is the car. And then later, it's always...
0: those teenagers coming up and being like,
1: we're really concerned for our friends. It's always the slightly wrong notes in movies that make you like, oh, that stands out.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely, now that we've like done this movie and it's recorded, I don't think I'm ever going to forget about that scene ever again.
1: Yeah, I'm always going to think about that kid getting hit by the car the cops being like, "Whoa." <laughs>
0: ain't that like the boys in blue to try to cover up their own doing
1: (laughs) oh man all right then is there anything else you want to talk about with halloween 2 for this uh for this week
0: no thank god it's over (laughs) yep it felt like an eternity
1: i think we could both say pretty safely now i think we i'll speak for both of us We liked Halloween 3 a great deal better than this one. Oh, yeah, man. It was fun. It's just crazy
0: fun. It had really, like, it had a crazy storyline, an even crazier and wildly outlandish fucking hero. I mean, like, it, it had everything.
1: Yeah, I don't... The guy who wrote and directed Halloween 3 worked on this movie as a crew, and it's like he was going through the script, and he was like, you know who I want to know more about is this drunk doctor. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I think we could build a whole movie around him. <laughs> it's like, I think he
0: got something here.
1: You're like, that's like a classic Burt Reynolds type. <laughs> like, what do you mean?
0: I mean, we need to get a dollar store Burt Reynolds.
1: <laughs> He's like, he has to love kissing breasts, though. I mean, that's a must.
0: Yes, yes. So aggressive on the tits.
1: Sorry. (laughs) You're aggressive on the... (laughs) (laughs) How dare you. At any rate, Vinny, uh, I feel like I know the answer, but I might as well check it anyway. Did we get any mail this week?
0: No, just a bunch of spam.
1: Well, all right. Well, if people did want to email us, Vinny, where could they reach us? You could
0: do so by reaching out at our email at disbypod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com.
1: And Vinny, if instead they wanted to reach us on Instagram or Twitter? You
0: can do so by reaching out on our Twitter at disbypod, and our uh, Instagram is Pod. one word.
1: And please write into us. We would love to hear from you. We'll read whatever the fuck you write we're that desperate for it we're pretty we're pretty fucking desperate at this point it's been a while sometimes when you shout at the void you want it to shout back
0: yeah yeah it's awfully sad when that void even the void itself is just like no <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you are a low. <laughs> <laughs> all right Vinny, uh I hadn't made any hard and fast decisions, but it is now time for me to select the movie for next week.
0: Yeah, it's your turn. And that's
1: what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, because you got to remember, next week, actually, nah, next week is we're beyond Halloween. We're done. This, This was it.
1: Yeah, we're into November. Finny, what is it that we do on this podcast?
0: You know pick movies and usually joke about them
1: what is the point of us picking these movies we're supposed to be scaring each other alright I'm gonna give it a go (laughs) oh okay it's been a while I remember being frightened by this movie the first time I saw it I don't know if it holds up we're gonna do it anyways this is I believe the 2005 or 2004 I could be wrong American remake starring Sarah Michelle Geller. We will be watching The Grudge.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you where know is what? it available? I don't know. I didn't research it. I probably Shudder or Tubi. <laughs> or something. I mean, if you want to get The Grudge, you'll get The Grudge. <laughs> you'll find it. The Grudge is there somewhere. So yeah. you're, you're gonna watch the we're gonna watch the uh, the Sarah Michelle geller one wow yes her name is always so fucking hard to say sarah michelle geller yes okay not the japanese original
1: no i believe peter sarsgaard's in this one too but i could be wrong a sarsgaard for you (laughs) okay all right cool i've never actually fully seen the grudge i recall it being frightening it's quite possible that this is going to be uh like our father's version of let's scare Jessica to death where I'm like, nah, I was way off, but we'll see.
0: I'll reserve. Like I already kind of have like my mind in a place right now, but I'll reserve that for the episode.
1: All right. So, uh, I don't think we have anything else we need to talk about this week. Uh, let's give a thank you as always to my friend, Chris and his band rebel escape pod for letting us use their song monster for our intro and outro. Check them out on Spotify. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about this week, Vin?
0: Nope. Uh, I appreciate the listen. And uh, have yourself a happy Halloween. Be safe. And uh, go get yourself some candy and uh, have some fun.
1: Yeah, and like, be mindful of blood on the floor because like, you don't want to be honking horn <laughs> in your car yeah. later. <laughs> All right, so I think that'll do it for us this week. You have been listening to Did I Scare You, and I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. Time's co-host and America's spookiest little brother, Vin. And hey, thanks for the ride, lady. And thanks for not bitching about it being five minutes later than you wanted it to be. How you doing, lady? Is right, Come closer. Never need to fear.
0: Step softly. Let me look you in the mirror.